Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We are defying the dunya. Thank you all for the support we've received. Please follow us on Instagram at define the dunya and TikTok and our YouTube. And we're also available on streaming platforms such as Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. So, yeah, today we're going to talk about culture and like how it impacts us, um, like growing up here. So, would you like to start? Yeah. So, hi guys again. My name is Demita. Um, and for me, I like this. I think this um, episode is a good episode because being a Jamaican revert, it's like there's culture and then Islamic culture, and it's like people people don't really understand it. They're like, your parents let you, like your parents allowed you to revert. Like I've never met you. Like, well, some people think that like they don't know that I'm Jamaican, so they'll see me and be like, oh, she's Somali or something. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm Jamaican. They're like, huh? Like Jamaican. So um, I feel like that plays a part in the fact that there's a lot of stereotype that. They can't be like Jamaican Muslims, but I think that's because there's not a lot. Mm. So, even though I do, I do have family members that are Jamaican and Reva. So I just think culture-wise, it's just a bit. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. a bit. It's just not seen a lot. It's not normalized. Yeah, and then it's like separating like my culture mm. and like my religion and like making sure that it works well and stuff. So yeah, like yeah. So what would you say? Like growing up in a Jamaican household, what were the things like that would differ from? Like, say, from my household, because I'm not Jamaican, so, yeah. you know. Um, obviously, like, you have, like, food and stuff. You have, like, I don't know, the, like, music that they do, because mm. there has music. Um, for, and, for example, I don't know why, but I feel like Jamaicans turn everything to a celebration. So, like, with, with like, death and stuff, they kind of celebrate. Not, ce- not celebrating the death, but you don't really make it, like, a sad thing. Mm. So it's, it's something we celebrate for, like, a long time. Like, it's celebrated. Um... But yeah, and I feel like a lot of Jamaicans as well, they're very like, they're, they're just Christians. Like a lot of Jamaicans just see yeah, a christening, but I don't know, that's just, that's just how I view it. I don't really have a lot of knowledge on how Jamaicans mm. go through with their culture and stuff. And I think that's something that I wish I did a lot more. Like I do, I'm, I am like in touch with my Jamaican side and stuff, but I wish I was in it more. Mm. But yeah. So like, you know how you talked about celebrating life? I actually really admire that like thing within Jamaican culture where someone dies, they celebrate their life. Mm-hmm. So um, have you been to any events like that and how is it? Um, I'm trying to think. For, like close family wise, I have been to like funerals and stuff and like it is a celebration. Like obviously you feel sad and stuff, mm-hmm. but it does feel nice. It's not, For me, I like that everyone's there. Sometimes you have people that come and you're like, you wasn't here before. Yeah, like, you don't, yeah. you're just you here for the food. <laughs> yeah, and the music and, and the, the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> but there is, I like that. It's, it's nice to see that that's how many people they've touched that have come together to yeah. come and like be here for that person and the family. So I haven't had a lot of close family ones, but any of like if my family friends have had like a funeral and I've gone to, it's nice to see a lot of people there to mm-hmm. celebrate and stuff. So it does, it does feel nice. And also, um, I think I'm aware, like, music is a big part of Jamaican culture, right? Yeah, it is. So, like, how is your, like, how, like, what's your relationship with music, you know, Jamaican music? And um, I do listen, I've brought, I've been growing up with it. That's why I feel like, in the last episode, I was speaking about my struggle with, like, leaving music mm. out and stuff, because my, my dad, he's a DJ, um, and we've just grown up listening to, we have people like Bob Marley and stuff, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, we have, I grew up on Bob Marley too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have those, and then... Jamaican music and like the Jamaican culture had a lot of impact on music in the future like grime and stuff so it's like Mm -hmm. it's something that follows on so it's just one after the other that's why I think it's a bit hard. I think like the Jamaican culture is really an integral part of the UK culture as well. Yeah it is I agree. As you said you touched on grime and like most artists are Jamaican and they bring that kind of element to it Mm -hmm. so 
I think, yeah, we do respect the Jamaican culture a lot. Um, do you think, like, there's any morals that you grew up on which you would just say, like, come, comes from the Jamaican culture itself? Um, I don't know. I feel like, or like you know, okay, so, like, just being a good person, I think, because Jamaicans aren't, like, obviously you have some people, I don't know, it's hard because you you got to, like, separate the person from the culture as well. So it's, like, it depends on what the person's like. But I do like, I don't know. Just being a good person, that's like being happy. Like you see somebody and like, for example, everyone's family. So like I'll, I'll see someone I know and I'll call that person my uncle, even though he's not my uncle. Like some yeah. other people in other cultures do that. But for me, it's like, I actually cheat you like you're my cousin or my uncle and they'll cheat me in that way. Like they wouldn't cheat me in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? So stuff like just being respectful to people in public and stuff. Treat them like your family, basically. Yeah. And like even love, like I know you guys use terms like respect. And yeah, love, and like there's a lot of love. love. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of love. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of love. So, but yeah, yeah. So, what's the best part of being Jamaican? Um, the food. The food. Nah, <laughs> trust me, nah, trust well, yeah, me. I get you. What's your favorite food? Like your favorite dish? Um, I don't. I just just a standard, just standard. I don't know, curry goat, rice, dumplings, and stuff. But yeah. it's just nice that that's there. But for me, I feel like there's a big contrast with like what I'm looking at now with like culture. So it's just like, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's not it's nice to see so it's just like i don't know do you know i don't know it's hard to explain really is there a lot of halal jamaican shops like jamaican food shops no not really no, i haven't seen one mm. but then for me as well growing up like i feel like a lot of jamaicans they say like you don't we don't normally eat pork so all my life i've grown up i've never yeah. really we don't eat pork um and then we have like so in within the jamaican culture we have people that don't like eat other meat as well so they're just like either vegan or they're pescatarians within like their it's, I think they have like I think it's a religion they have, but is it part culture. of Rastafarian? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I don't know too much on it. Do you mm. know what I mean? But so there's like a lot within it. So I feel like with me growing up, I haven't really had to struggle with food and stuff. Mm. And I always used to eat halal food because I know that was safe for me. Like that's how my parents raised me as well. Yes. They go halal food's safe, like because we don't eat pork and stuff. But some Jamaicans do, but a lot of them they don't. They think it's nasty. But then that's also a link to the fact that a lot of people like in Christianity think that you don't eat pork either. So. It's like oh, a balance. Okay, yeah. Because they don't know why it's nasty, but you just grow up. Because I never knew why it's nasty. Some Christians eat pork, some don't. Yeah, Depends. some do. Yeah, yeah. But my parents just, they was like, no, you don't Good. eat pork, it's nasty. So but I didn't is. know why. It's just something my parents saying. So it's. It is. I think, well, doesn't it give you worms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my dad would show me videos of like pigs being disgusting. I think that's something a lot of Jamaicans do as well. Yeah. Like, they hear someone eats pork, they'll show you a video of a pig mm, being nasty. So. It's not nice at all. But um, yeah, you got any, anything else to add on to it? No, no. not really. No, just proud Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, just living a proud in the UK. Yeah, that's a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I really liked listening to that. That was good. Um, I think so. With me, I was born in Holland, so the Netherlands. Yeah. And then I moved here when I was six, so it was really really hard for me to adapt here because I did know <laughs> I did not know English. Like I struggled. I used to get so like. I used to get violated. No, I remember <laughs> primary school days. It was so sad. Yeah. It was so sad. Like I just answer yes and no. Someone asked me for my name, and I was like, no. I was. It was just so like. It took me a long time to actually get in touch with the English language, but then, um, like I'm Sydney's. I, sh- I should have clarified. Yeah, I'm Sydney's <laughs> guys. Um, people confuse me for like Somali or Habisha a lot. There was like this. Uh, like this woman that came up to me, she's from Ethiopia, and she started speaking to me in Amharic. I was so confused. I looked at her like, "Babe, I'm not from, I'm not from Ethiopia." How did you like? How did you explain it? Like, what did you say? I was like, 
I'm Sudanese. And then she looked at me, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, Sudanese people and, like, Ethiopian people, like, we're kind of close because of, like, geographically where mm-hmm. we are. So it's, like, it's vibes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not that deep. But, um, yeah, so I don't know how, like, my culture really... I don't think my culture clashed with, like, trying to integrate here in the UK. But, um, like, I, I just was raised with a strong identity. Like, my mom instilled in me, like, you're Sudanese. Like, you should wear it on your sleeves. No, yeah, I mean, you should be you. proud about it. Um, not a lot of people know about Sudan, to be honest. But um, I don't. We're, we're really friendly people, I would say. Like, Sudanese people are so, so, so <laughs> nice. They're so welcoming. And, like, they embrace you as your own, like especially with like my friend she she's recently started to come to our gatherings mm-hmm. and she's literally become one of us oh, that's so, so nice. um yeah like i yeah i like <laughs> seeing these people pick up seeing these people <laughs> <laughs> and, but i agree even like with me like i feel like the community was nice with me do you know yeah, like after when you move out yeah and that i was, I was crying oh. so i do think sudanese people are just they're beautiful man we are we are i'm not gonna lie i wouldn't i wouldn't choose to be in a culture nah, I get like you. i love seeing these people so much um as for like I don't know, you know, like, I don't think, like, I was raised any differently from a different culture, really. You know what's norm, but I can say that, but, like, what's norm for me might not be norm for you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're Jamaican and I'm Sydney. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say definitely that, um, obviously, Sydney's people, we speak Arabic, so that's, like, our language. And because we speak Arabic, it means that I feel like um, it was easier for me to learn Quran yeah. and read. But I don't understand Quran, what it says, because it's like... A, you know, like Shakespearean English and normal yeah, English, like yes, you yes, don't yes, really yes. understand it. Do you get it? Like you well, get, you can read word. it, but you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was like with me, but um, like I think it depends. Like different cultures may have advantages and disadvantages this, when it comes to Islam. Hundred percent. Um, but the people who aren't like non-native Arabic speakers, right, get so much more reward for like every word they that, struggle with. Yeah, they yeah. get twice the reward, so it's a blessing in that aspect. But yeah, no, I get you. That's nice. Yeah. I was actually thinking as well because I forgot to mention literally Jamaican. We literally, it's not a language, but we have patwa. So, mm. but then that's also like a con because it's just full of curse words and stuff. So, you know what I mean? So, but <laughs> Jamaican yeah, was so funny. It is. But I also think it's hard to understand. But yeah, so we have that, and I also agree with like for people from other cultures. So, mm. like, if let's say I'm trying to think, I don't know, a culture that doesn't speak Arabic, it mm. is a struggle. Like, especially for me when I'm trying to learn Quran now and like praying and mm. stuff, like. It's going to be hard. because Arabic is like, it is one of the hardest languages. I think it's top three. Like, it's Russian. Is it Russian? I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's Russian. Um, I don't know what it is, but then I know Mandarin and Arabic mm-hmm. are like up there as well. So, um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of, I want to I wanna use this time to highlight that there's a lot of Arabs that kind of use it as an advantage and try to say that they're better than uh, non-native Arabic speakers when it comes mm-hmm. to Islam, which is so, so wrong. Yes. Like, I don't know why people carry that mentality because um, you're tapped. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it comes to, like, culture and Islam now, how you said that there's not a lot of Jamaican Muslims. Do you feel like now that you're a Muslim, um, Jamaicans see you as any less, like, Jamaican or... Oh, no, I don't... Well, I haven't really, like, been out there, like, in, like, in front of other Jamaicans, but... Family-wise, like, it's been easy. So I think it, that's why it's going to be harder for other people because I don't know how other families will take it. Like, I had people, like, ask me, like, your parents were okay with it because mm. I feel like they thought, like, I love Jamaican parents are really strict, so they probably thought they'd be strict and, like... But no, I feel like 
they still see me as me. And then if anything, there's just a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there probably there might be a lot of Jamaican um, reverts, but for me, it's just something I don't see. So I, the only time I've seen it is within family. So I think it's just something that me, I want people to like put it out there more. So because there might be someone that's interested in reverting, but they're scared of like culture wise and mm-hmm. being a Jamaican Muslim. Like some people forget that being a Muslim isn't like you, you raise your culture. No. It's, a, it's a religion. Yeah. So I feel like that's something that people need to remember. Like for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's I think that's one thing as well. A lot of Jamaicans are acceptant of other things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, certain things they aren't, but religion-wise, they've been accepting of it. Have you, like, seen your family adapt to your Islam now? Like, do they do certain things where it's like, yeah, because Demir is Muslim now, we, we, we're we going to do this for her? Um, now, yeah, obviously because we didn't really eat pork anyway, that wasn't in the house, but obviously meat-wise, they didn't have halal meat, so my mum started to say as well, like, because I haven't eaten her cooking in ages, because she hasn't been cooking, cooking halal meat, she says, I'm going to buy you halal meat, because we need to, like, eat together. Um, one of my sisters wants to fast Ramadan, like to support her friend, but she's, I'll help her with it mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, just, they've got a lot of questions and I hope it does guide them. I think that's a struggle as well within cultures, people that come from a culture that don't have family that are like, in like don't know about a lot about Islam. It's hard when you revert because it's teaching them, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And like, what if they don't accept it? Like not accept, but like they don't like they don't find it like so they're not a bad person but they just don't know that it's the truth yeah mm. do you know what I mean so that's something that's scary that that is a big big struggle for reverts like the people who are closest to you not finding this love mm-hmm. yeah oh, I can't I, I actually can't imagine how it is it is I know so like when I see people say I'll say this do I and it might save your mum I'm like but it's not gonna save my mum do you know what I mean like oh. But yeah, so I'm just hoping May Allah guide. yeah I hope mm. you guys because they, they do follow a lot of like they do follow things that I do and like they know that's right, but then it's like, just see the truth. And there's mm. something, I think as well, if there was to see like the Quran and how beautiful it is, it would change them as people as well. So it would be nice to like guide them. I think that's something that you'll notice as a revert with like your family and stuff that they'll probably change if they knew more about Islam. Have you tried yeah. gifting them a Quran? No, I'm too scared. Please do. <laughs> I'm so scared. Because what if they don't read it? Then at least you know you tried. True. But obviously, but yeah. ease it in. Yeah, yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. I was going to say as well, you made a point earlier on that um, some people think you can't be Jamaican or Muslim. And then, oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> this is actually going to frustrate me. Someone was like to me, you're black and you're a Muslim. <laughs> I was like, bro, are you like, are you okay? <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a race. That's what I mean. And that's what, yeah, because that's what happened to me when the, the person was like, huh? you Jamaican? I was like, yeah. She, and then I was like, but you're Muslim? I was like, okay. And yeah. like, but you Jamaican? She's like, he's like, what are you? And I was like, oh, I'm a Muslim. Like, they didn't want, they couldn't comprehend that I was a Jamaican and a Muslim. Like, It's only the people in the UK that say that though, you know. Yeah. I, I, but then I also think it's again with stereotypes of like Jamaican skinning out and like, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you drink rum, like, like obviously as it, like that's something that's like rum's alcohol and as a kid, like if you're ill, you're getting a sip of, you know what I mean? You get so a mixture of it. They was like, how are you Muslim when... Does it, I don't, just because like I'm Muslim doesn't mean I'm doing that like yeah, I'm Jamaican yeah. like, I'm not doing that I've ch- like I'm changing like but they just don't get it it's like you're able to detach yourself from like the haram aspects yeah, of your and culture see the other be- and I think that's something oh, wow. as well you get to see the beauty of it mm. the beauty of my culture from besides the skidding out jumping and <laughs> dancing off tables and stuff like there's more to it than that there is more to it it's like carnival like yeah. that's I can't lie that, that is like a big part of like culture isn't it Jamaican yeah. culture yeah, yeah it is but, and then I feel like a lot of people would probably expect to see me at carnival yeah but I'm not <laughs> going to be at carnival and there's more to Jamaican culture than carnival do you know what I mean but, yeah. 
that's the only images people have in their mind. No, they do, but that's I think that's just because of like how it's been portrayed, did it? <laughs> yeah, hundred like, percent. But I do love the Jamaican. I think the Jamaicans, they're really, really embracing of one another. Mm-hmm. That's what I really like about them. And I like their food. Like, <laughs> me, I'm the number one patty eater. I don't care. Like, patties are so oh, nice. Hello, patties. Yeah. yeah, they do because um, I've been growing up eating those patties and then. I realised and looked like obviously I look out for halal things now and then I saw and I was like oh my gosh my patties are halal I can actually eat them it's the ones from Asda you know yeah. the, the one that says halal on the back uh, yeah. and the black one. Oh, I just and that's the one I've grown up eating so I don't have to worry about like changing my yeah. taste but that I didn't expect to see that as well actually like from a Jamaican product so how Liv Taylor did but there's but, uh, well, there's a lot of people Jamaican reverts you know there's actually a lot now I feel like there is but I feel like I need to see them more like obviously I know I have family members that mm. I do have but they're also male like female wise as well then like I don't know a lot of fe- I think that's why I need to mention more because there is a lot of male probably mm. Jamaican reverts but female wise the only one I know is Alia who's on this podcast mm-hmm. I think yeah 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 I don't think I know anymore I think yeah same I, I don't know a lot of reverts I don't know a lot of Jamaican reverts like do you know what I mean like do I know a lot I don't even think I know Reva. Wait, no, I do. I do, I do, actually, I do. You do? Yeah. But she's like, she's Polish, which was, that was a shock oh, as well, like it? having a Polish revert. Like, Ooh. but yeah, I think she's Polish. I, I don't know of a white revert. Like, I've seen a lot of white reverts as well. I haven't. But like, on TikTok and that, but I... Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I really like how, like, Islam, like, it literally unites people from different nations. It doesn't matter what race or, like, where you come from, like... It's just that's why it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like when you go to Umrah or Hajj, you know, like when everyone circles the Kaaba, yeah. like you see everyone from different races, tones. Yeah, and people yeah. with like tats and like tattoos and stuff. Obviously, yeah. they might have done it before they reverted and stuff. So, so do you know what I mean? Mm. I think it's nice to see that that God will still accept you. you don't think just because you got a tattoo you can't go? Do you know what I mean? And so. To talk about the tattoo thing, like a lot of reverts have tattoos, like sleeves and everything. They struggle with like being accepted into their local mm-hmm. mosque because it's like. Um, like their moms would be like you got a tattoo you can't wait okay I'm sorry guys someone said if you have a tattoo your waddle is invalidated how stupid is that like it's not even true like you see these stigmas and like these stupid rumours or whatever you guys make up that's what's making reverts go distant from Islam Mm -hmm. because now you're teaching them that their past life isn't forgiven like it's it's actually so stupid it is is, it is don't get it I think it makes that's also that's with Islamic culture making it seem like islam's a bad thing and mm-hmm. like you have to be a certain person to be like you don't you could literally be a sinner and still be in islam as long as you're praying and stuff do you know what i mean but like, repenting yeah. yeah it's like it's, you don't have to be a certain person to be a muslim no, facts there's um like now talking about islam there's a lot of you know things that get confused with islam and culture mm-hmm. would you like to bring up anything that for me i've it? had people say like you know like how I don't know where it is. I think it's Dubai, like how women are supposed to like walk behind the men or something. Somebody mentioned that to me, what? and because I was trying to explain Islam to them, and I'm like, they didn't understand how a religion can have so much, like culture can have like, do you know what I mean? Like so mm. much impact on it. So that's why there was doubt in Islam, mm. and I was like, but that's just I feel like that's just preference and over time, and we and like if you read the Quran, you realize that women are very powerful, very. and I, I feel like a lot of people from the outside, even me at first, didn't see how powerful women was. Like we don't see how. Like, it's not just men, 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 and mm. women don't have a word. Like, we are very, we're valued within like this, like, religion and stuff. And I think that's something culture-wise that a lot of people don't see. But it's on the media. The media don't really, now, obviously, they show it. But on the media, you don't really show how strong and valued Muslim women are. 
Well, yeah. Islam gives Muslim women rights that, like, no other area can give mm-hmm. Muslim women's rights. So, like, if you guys actually take the time to read the Quran, you'll actually see the rights that Muslim women get. But even m- rights in marriages, like, there's a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not oppressed. Yeah, we're actually, like, and I feel like because of culture oppressed. or, like, people that don't really take Islam seriously, and that's the only thing that is shown. People think that we are oppressed with marriage and stuff, but it's not like that. Hell no. Like, that's what I had to find out and research to see that it's actually, and it's very beautiful, yeah. like, the way it's all worded. Where, where do you think, like, people have gotten the idea that we're oppressed? Media. I don't think we're very, like, we're not shown. Like, obviously, no, I, it's a double-edged sword. Like, okay, I keep saying that, but basically, I feel like once you, you're on a path of, like, knowing and searching Islam, you see the goods of it, but then people that don't know it, mm. they probably don't look into it to see the goods of it, so they only see what social media show. And I don't think it shows at sometimes a good image of us, do you know what I mean? Mm. So it shows the bad side, and that's you go back into like a loop and then you see all the bad things and then you also have people that spread fake messages, do you know what I mean? Like fake, fake things. Even Muslims do, like they think they know and they're like, like the tattoo thing. So yeah, then yeah, yeah. someone that probably looks at Islam and think, oh, like it's not good. They'll see that and be like, that's it. That's definitely not good. I do not want so. It's like, like they take what they see for fact mm-hmm. and they don't take things into context. Like yeah. context is so important, especially when you're reading into a new religion or like you're interested in any religion, read the verses in context. Obviously, there's some verses that are going to be, like, blatant with what it says. And there's some verses that it's, like, you need to read into the history, Islamic history of everything. Yeah. But exactly. we're not oppressed. Like, <laughs> if anyone listening to this, yeah, like, you're, you're a non-Muslim. We're here to tell you we're not oppressed. <laughs> we're not <laughs> oppressed. Okay? Like, this, no one put a gun to my head and was like, you have to be a Muslim. Yeah, no one did. Same here. No one told no. me that, like... It was, it was God. God guided me. God like. guides whom he wills, honestly. And I think, it, honestly, Islam is like the beauty of my life, honestly. Like. <laughs> nah, I get you. I don't know if this is really cultural-wise, but it's also like reverting for another person. And by that, I mean, like, even just like for a friend, so like reverting because your friends are Muslim. Like, I also, also like think that other people should revert or like look into Islam because they want to and before God. Like mm. everything's for the sake of God. You love your friend for the sake of God. You know, a lot of reverts as well. Like they get like this thing where, oh, did you revert for your for your yeah. man, or did you revert because of this? But like, why can't you accept the fact that there's people out here that just revert because they think because, Islam's the truth? Yeah, Is that really surprising? It's it's not. It's it, not. It's not. No. Yeah. It, it's been on my mind because that's yeah, yeah. I just wanted to like say as well. Just, Islam's more than just reverting for other people. It's for God. I think it's also a way of life, like to people who've you know had a past. Um, so that's why a lot of prisoners are guided to Islam because Islam is a way of life. As much as it is a religion, it's literally a guide to everything. <laughs> so and that's again separate culture from Islam, man. Like see the yeah, we'll just see the positives of it. Yeah, because Islam is great. So if you guys need a Quran or need to know anything about Islam, then please do DM us at Define the Dunya. Like now we've talked about culture, I want to talk about the UK and like struggles we faced as Muslims, mm-hmm. and it's still British culture as well. Like, yeah, it we is. We still have that with us. So, but yeah. So, do you want to start off first with like a struggle you face in the UK? Um, for me, it's just the color of my skin. I would say, like, I haven't racially been like, no one's racially come for me. But it's a case of like, you you are treated differently to other people, and it is, yeah. So that for me, that's just a struggle. But it's not like a and fitting in and like wanting to be like other people that look look different to me. That's just a struggle I think I've had really. Damn. And the clothing, like now I've to say that's me growing up, but for me now, like dressing a certain way would probably like it's not normal. So mm-hmm. people would look at you differently because you're not dressing like everyone else. Whereas mm-hmm. 
now I'm out my head. Like I don't care what I look like now. I like to, I do like to be unique, and I don't like to look the same. So I think that's a blessing. But there's some people that might not be comfortable with wearing their clothing. Like even to like cultural clothing. Like for you, like you might have cultural clothing mm. that you might be too embarrassed to step out in that because facts. you might get mocked in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like so it's just okay. That's that, that's of like us here. Like you'll probably get mocked. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, one hundred. You're stylish though. So anyone <laughs> oh, hating thanks. you for wearing what you're wearing is a bit, you know. Nah, I get you. But um, would you like to touch on the the skin colour a bit because I can't like that bit. that shocked me obviously it's not shocking that there's racism but yeah no I just I just generally feel like people of our colour do get treated differently mm. to other people that aren't do you know what I mean like or like like I, I can't say that I have like no I can't say someone's come to me like oh you're black mm. but I just feel like there's a lot of there, there is you just do you are and like I feel like even like okay like uni applications if someone sees that your name isn't really like normal name you're probably not going to get much of an advantage than someone that does Very have true. a normal british name do you know what i mean it's Stuff like systemic like yeah or like mispronunciation mispronunciations oh of names obviously my name's not very it doesn't it's not like a cultural thing it was not made up but so it's just but it's just obviously because that's something that we have like just my name being said it's not a hard name to say mm. do you know what i mean but like like mm-hmm. i don't know just stuff like that, small things like that. I relate to the name thing so much because, you know, everyone in my life says my name wrong. Like, it's a, it's at the point where I've told you guys to call me Weam, but that's not how you say my name. Oh, wait, so how do you say it there? <laughs> Surprise. Um, plot twist. It's Weam. Oh. So, but then it's like I simplify it for everyone else because well, I don't want everyone else to be struggling with my name. Just call me whatever you'd like to call me. As long as you respect me. No, I get you. As also, I just feel like if that's your name, you should be proud and be able to say like, no, guys, you say it like this. Obviously, yeah. but I'd be too scared to say that. Like, it's it's a bit hard to pronounce. Uh, I used to be that kid at school. If someone's name got mispronounced, I'd be like, no, so it's this. Yeah, obviously, yeah. growing up now, I've been like, I just keep it in, but. Now I get you. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, surprise, guys. Um, I've been putting on a fake character. So with me, I think in the UK, um, a big thing for me is drinking. Like, I don't drink, but then I have a few friends. I'm not going to mention who, but he was... Oops. They, they said to me, um, so you, you've never drank in your life. You never will. I do not believe you. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm not, I'm not here to, to prove to you that I'm never going to drink in my life. But it's a thing where, like, why why can't you believe that I, I'm so strict on my morals when it comes mm-hmm. to drinking? I'm not going to drink. Like, is is it a big problem? Is it because it's so integral with your life? It's like you can't, you can't, you know, see elsewhere, like, otherwise. No, I get you. It doesn't make sense to me. No, and linking to that, growing up wise, like, having a good time when you're a kid would be spending time with your friends and family, going out, playing something. Whereas now, to have a good time, you have to be out. I don't, like, you don't have to, but, like... A lot of people they're out late. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's well, not innocent anymore. No, it's not. And even like for me, like I feel like th- I thought that was the that's like the only time you're gonna enjoy yourself. But it's like finding substitutes. Obviously, because we're not in a place that has like we don't have a lot to do. Like to do you know like we do, but we have to travel to go and do something fun or like an activity. So it's just finding substitutes to do that aren't culturally like yeah, let's go out. Let's do yeah. Wolverhampton's yeah. yeah. well, are not really like. When people say how's Wolverhampton, like it's like it's not that nice. It's not. See, but it's still my home, and I do I do enjoy it because just how calm it is. But mm-hmm. there's not a lot for us really here. No, we we have to go out to Brum. Like mm-hmm. if you want to do anything. Yeah. Or like I don't know, we could walk. We could walk down the road with hijabs on. Someone would probably shout at us. You yeah. Know what I mean, like we have yeah, yeah. that. It's not. It's not going like it could happen. Do you know what mm. I mean? And that's people in other places might not get that. Do you know what I mean? So because like I don't know, is there a lot of Muslims and wolves? 
I feel like there is. I do feel like there is a lot of Muslims. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like females probably get more harassment than guys Facts. do. And by that, I just like, because obviously with the hijab, people have a bad image of us, you mm. know what I mean? So guys, you don't really know he's a Muslim unless he's in the thobe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah, that's very true. And like, linking back to the drinking thing, the clubbing as well, it's <laughs> like, people can't believe that. You haven't. Yeah. No, I get you. But no, I, I even, I remember before I was a reaver, I was like, well, yeah, I'm like, you're not going to go. Like, obviously, this is before I had knowledge and yeah, I was yeah. like, you need to hit the club. You need to go. Like, what the Even hell? Even the is. Yeah, and you kind of like knew, obviously, you're not allowed to, but mm. I was still there going, we am. And I was saying it a lot and you still was like, nah. nah yeah. There was, there was this one time. Well, can I just clarify that? I've never been so religious. And even when the times where people tell me, come to club, you know, come to the party, I was religion, religious at that time. I just didn't want to really mm-hmm. party. Like, it wasn't... I've never had that desire to go to party. Do you know what no, I mean? Or drink. Like, to me, I haven't. If you have, then that's that's you in it. But for me, I haven't. But um, there was this one time where um, everyone, like, my friendship group, they wanted to go, like... <laughs> okay, so they wanted to do an activity, right? And then it involved alcohol. But then because it didn't involve, because it involved alcohol, they didn't invite me. They didn't let me know. And they were discussing it around each other. Mm-hmm. Um, which at that time, I obviously felt disheartened because they're my friends. And I'm thinking, where's my invite? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Even like, if I'm going to say invite? no, I know. Invite, but now you understand. Like, like, but I'm so thankful mm-hmm. because like deep it, if I actually got that invite and I went and like, I could have been tempted to drink. Because mm-hmm. everyone else is. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. So it was a blessing. Happens. It was a blessing. Yeah, everything does happen for a for reason. For a reason, isn't it? Like, no, I get you. I get you. So, um, yeah. Any other struggles that you want to talk about? No, not really. Oh, I've got more. <laughs> <laughs> Keep us going. So, um, oh, this one's a serious one. This one's oh. actually a really serious one. Like, um, because people don't know I'm Muslim by the looks of it, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm not wearing hijab currently. Um, obviously, I just wear it for the show because for the sake of, um, you know, if I do wear hijab in the future, I know that anything I put out there has me in hijab. But um, like people approaching you with the wrong intentions. Because you're like, obviously not a lot of people know about Lauren the gay. So it's yeah. the people outside of the religions coming up to you thinking, oh, she's laying, let me go. Let me, can I yeah. get a snap? And like, mm-hmm. it's like, mm, <laughs> not the way no, you need you. to go about it. No, yeah, mean? 100%. I think as well for me, that actually culture wise, I literally... I, started wearing the hijab to like make it known because mm. obviously people know me as someone they can approach and ask me like oh can I speak to you can I mm. but if I feel like with having it on they're kind of like oh so she's religious like do you know what I mean so I feel like that's what I'm seeing I think that's what will help me try and keep it on longer as well is the fact that it will make a statement of like please don't speak to me because oh. I'm, I'm so like, proud so. of you can I just say like oh, I'm really you. really proud of you and I, I actually clocked it like the times where I do wear hijab and I go out like I feel like I don't know if this is just like a psychological game or if I actually feel like I'm being respected a bit more. Like, I yeah, I, get you. I just feel like I'm being treated no, I differently. I feel like that as well, though. I feel like a lot of, you won't get approached yeah. if you have a hijab on. Even, like, service, pub, like, public service, like, drivers or, like, taxi drivers, Uber, Uber drivers, they speak to me with a, li- more, a little bit more respect, yeah, you know you. what I mean? Like, and I like that feeling. Like, I like being <laughs> respected. No, 100%. <laughs> but even to the extent of British culture-wise... My fear was that, like, you, like you're out and then with it, out with other people that don't wear it and then you're kind of like, but I want to be like them. I want my hair to be out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So ho- hopefully I don't get into that. But it's just being, not being surrounded by it is kind of scary. So 
That's why yeah. it's really important to have a sisterhood. Like, yeah, it is. When we all go out, like, define the dunya. We're we're more than just two, three, four people. We're like mm-hmm. a whole group, right? And like when we all go out, like wearing hijabs together, I feel so happy. It like does. it fulfills something within me. It's like, yeah, you know I, feel, I, mean? I feel like I've got people with me. Yeah, obviously I know that when I'm when I'm on my own, I do have angels with me and stuff. But mm. even then, it's kind of scary. Or if like I'm with my sister and her friends, people probably looking like, why is she there? Or like, what? she's the odd one out. You look so even beautiful. I'm not, I'm not the odd one out, but that's how I feel. Like I'm just odd, but I'm not. But so yeah, that's. It's, but it's just the way that like, where we live. That's the only struggle I think. Just. Wearing hijab where you live is a struggle. Yeah, because there's not that many people that wear it's hijab not. around our age group, to be fair. No, here. it's not, yeah. Mm. But you do look really beautiful in hijab. Oh, thank you. May Allah, you know, <laughs> keep you steadfast in that journey. And may he help all of us that are struggling. Um, so, yeah, I've talked about like people approaching me with the wrong intentions. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to that? Um, yeah, modesty not being normalised, which you've kind oh of covered gosh, already. Yeah. Like, it's actually not normalised. Even though, like, say, I know I don't wear the hijab, right, but... Um, may Allah make it easy for me um, but I don't that doesn't mean like I go out my way to dress immodest like mm-hmm. really immodest I don't do that but even if like because there was times where I'd go out with my friends and we'd go out for a meal mm-hmm. and they're all wearing like bodycon dresses and like short midi dresses and I'm searching on pretty little thing pretty little thing is not the place guys for modest girls it's not the place and I'm searching for maxi dress long sleeves <laughs> turtleneck but even to the extent I remember one time we was out and you had a dress on you was literally there you was like guys I wish I had something to cover this I wish I had and that it really did like have an effect on you yeah I was like I didn't understand at the time and I but now that I'm like damn like because I didn't like what I was mm -hmm. wearing and even for prom you were struggling because you wanted to find something that was very modest and then I think you did look very nice for prom you was very it was cultural it was modest it wasn't like everything was out you know what I mean so it's it's so hard and obviously as women you're gonna want to like no, actually, not me, not me, but like I understand why women would want to wear something more revealing because mm-hmm. it like it beautifies themselves, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's a journey, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is a journey. Like that's something I've had to find. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to be wearing that to just. To, I want to wear. If I was to wear it, it would be for me, obviously. And for me, it's not my cup of tea. I don't like it. I'm not comfortable in it. So why am I doing it just to fit in? To I don't want to. Yeah, I would rather yeah. wear something that. I'm more comfortable in and people think, oh, she does not look nice because I don't care. Only God can judge me, man. I don't care if you don't think I look nice. I was scared of that judgment too, like when wearing modest, like going out clothing. No, 100%. Clothing, yeah. I'm still scared of it, but I'm kind of like faking it. So like fake it till you make it. So I'm telling myself I'm not scared because there's nothing else I can do. If I'm either scared and uh, wear what I want to wear like mm. nicely or I wear clothes I don't want to wear and feel uncomfortable. Like mm. it, there's no way out really. And yeah. it feels it feels like a protection when you're covered. A yeah, bit more, it does. To be honest, in it my does. opinion, it is a protection. Uh, there's another point that I want to touch on, and that is TikToks. So you know how like we we are in like this age group where we record TikToks and then we post them. You know the nice sounds of the yeah. reverb songs mm-hmm. and because you you think you look cute <laughs> and whatever. I think it's a really toxic cycle. And before like I got closer to Islam, I I I wanted to be an Instagram babe so bad. <laughs> I wanted to post for everyone else. I wanted to like you know wear like nice clothes and post and then have so many likes. But I think the most beneficial thing I did was remove. I used to have like a thousand followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I removed them all. I removed like eight hundred. And I kept the people that I only knew in real life. No, 100%. I get you. Could, sorry to interrupt, but like, oh, I've sorry. been seeing as well, have people on your feed that inspire you or that you're interested in. Don't have them just because you know them or like to impress or because you've got that many amount of followers. Mm. It's it's not, it's, I used to think the same. Like, 
obviously I still I still do would like a, f- a future within the media and stuff but I don't care if I don't have 50 billion followers like mm. it's more there's more to life than that imagine having that many people watching you anyway having to worry about what you're saying and stuff you should feel comfortable so mm. I literally agree and I feel like it's as well having the validation of people say oh you're so pretty you don't need to have it off other people just tell yourself it like it's hard it is a struggle but, don't yeah. get me wrong it's nice it's, it's nice, actually it's, nice. It's, it makes you feel, it's a confident like it's yeah. a confidence booster but yeah I think that's the thing like it made me look within do you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I, I don't need someone to tell me I'm beautiful like yeah. I can I, I can hopefully tell myself that from within yeah. so uh, or if there was to say I'm beautiful compliment my soul and my like how I am as a person not my looks I'm more, I'm more than my face and those yeah. are the best compliments like when they compliment your character mm-hmm. and like the person you actually are like I don't even care to the point where you guys are complimenting my face at this point because <laughs> it's like if you you can't see beyond that then it's like bro do you know what I mean yeah do you think we'll get to the point where like all these things that we've talked about will be normalized I hope so I you know why I, be- I best off the fact that with TikTok on my feed is literally just Islamic stuff and people people are trying to get on these so mm. if a lot of people see that TikTok is a really big platform to help influence others so if other people see that, they're going to want to be influenced, especially from young. It's a good, like, it's good to see from young because if we had this from younger, we'd be different people now. Do you know what oh, I mean? We've I had wish to we had it age. from younger. I agree, but then at the same time, I don't think we would have found or, like, appreciated it as much as we are now. Do you know mm. what I mean? I think this is the age you start to appreciate things a lot more. So finding it now is a blessing. But even then, it's nice to implement with other people from younger. So it hopefully is. that can happen. And then the next generation is more, like, I don't know, they're more understanding and... You can step out in something cultural and not get laughed at. I, I, I can't wait for that day. I mean, <laughs> by the time that happens, like, I've, I don't know. I, I don't really wear a lot of cultural clothes, but we have a thing called, wait, what is it called? Wait, wait, wait. I think it's called, like, it's not in a bio. It's not in a bio. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Damn. But it's like, um, I know Somalis have it and it's called a, is it called a Dirac? Yeah, Dirac. So it's called a Dirac, but then it's like the same thing in Sydney's like, culture. And it's like these long Avaya things are so comfortable. Oh my gosh, they're so comfortable. They're like the best thing to stay in. And like, if I wanted to go to the corner shop wearing that, I'd feel like I'd be so judged. No, 100%. Especially like wearing a bonnet as well. Like even that. Bonnet for me is a big drag. I can go out in a hijab, but a bonnet, that draws too much attention to me. Yeah. I hate it. Oh my gosh. Because there's, there's that stereotype of it being ghetto. Yeah. Like, bro, who, who told you it's ghetto? <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else. I feel like, for me now, it's more of, like, culture with, like, marriage and stuff. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Not even, and, like, how to approach that type of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, here? Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's, 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 it's it is. It's still. It is. Like, no, I'm not, like, I don't know, like, so, for example, like, I don't know how I would approach my my wedding and stuff when I've got one, a DJ dad, who would probably want to be like, oh, DJ for you, do you know mm. what I mean? Or, like, family that are very, like, they'd probably want music there. Mm. Or, like, to, for example, I'm saying this because, like, my family that have had weddings or christenings or stuff like that, like, it's not okay for a christening, do I not go? Do you know what I mean? Because I don't, but, like, for us, it's, it's a case of, like, or do I go to the after part? But then it's, like, I'm picking and choosing, mm. do you know what I mean? But I've never actually gone to a christening and believe, oh, yeah, they're being, like, do you know what I mean? It's just a case of you just go because it's your family, mm. it's a step it's a big step do you know what I mean like I mean it really does depend on the individual in, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure your I hope your family would understand like, I think they would understand but then it, like for me I just it's just hard I think that's the struggle I'd have family wise as well just like family things like parties and yeah. stuff like I do want to be if I am a family person and I did love like growing up like that's the only way we always like everyone's there at the party so mm-hmm. it's the only time you see everybody but it's like how do I work on that as like a, like a Muslim person do you know what I mean that's trying to like 
be better. Like I don't want to listen to music, but if I'm at, if I'm in the party with my family, music's going to be on. Like true. Do you know what I mean? So, but like, I mean, you can help being there or not. But then it's yeah, not true. you who's playing the music. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. So no, I see I, both sides. Yeah, of it. it's just a struggle. I don't want to do like intentionally be there knowing that it's not mm. wrong because there's no it's nothing bad. But it's just like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I do, and I have family members that I don't see because they are Muslims and they don't normally go, they don't go to those things. So it's like, is there a reason why? Like, am I supposed mm. to be doing that same thing? So How about you get together with them and like throw a hello no, celebration we or do. something? I need to do something like that. Yeah. I need to see like, I need to see more, like do more research and stuff mm. like that as well. But yeah, even to send for like, for my future wedding, I don't know how I'm going to approach that yet. Like, I'm not getting married anytime soon, but like how I do that. Because I have a big, big family. So mm. it's like a lot of people, they're going to want, they are going to want to be there for that celebration. Like I'm the first born, do you know what I mean? Like, so it's just stuff like that. Do you think they'll still show up in like numbers if? A hundred percent. I do think they would still show up. I just, I, don't, I think so actually. I just thought, I think it would be different because there's no after, what's the after part going to be? You just sit there in silence and do you know what I mean? Like, cause that's what I'm, that's, I'm just what I've known or seen. Like there's always an after part, mm. do you know what I mean? Like celebration part and you just the kids and everyone's around so it's just like how I'm going to approach that like it's different to everyone else you have yeah. shoes. true we, we do you can put them on some good shoes. do you know what I mean yeah like, that is true it's I just it's just scary but it's something that I just have to find on my own I'm I'm the same like with Sydney's weddings we're known for like our music our music like we're known for our music <laughs> do you know what I mean like we have music and like the way we go out in weddings is like crazy. We go all, all out, out. Yeah, all out, and like it's it's it's. I don't know. Like it's something I have to think about myself. Mm-hmm. It's definitely again. Yeah. It's linked with culture and religion. It's it's kind of hard to separate, but it's separating them both and like prioritizing one. It's you know so what I mean? hard, like, honestly. It is hard. It, yeah, <laughs> and for example, like I don't know, like family members that smoke and stuff, like. Within the Jamaican culture, smoking is like something that's done a lot. So imagine if like my family members are outside smoking, mm. like at my thing, it's like I don't really want you to do that. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So like, damn. It's like how do I say? Oh yeah, don't you come to my wedding, but you can't smoke. Imagine smoking outside <laughs> in the car. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a crazy it scene. Is, it is. It is a crazy scene. Damn. And but then I think if you just let them know how much you like how much Islam is an integral part of your life and like how. How valuable it is! I think they, they yeah. wouldn't mind you know, not smoking. I don't a little think split. they'd come. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think they would come and do that. Yeah, I'm just thinking of just like because I don't know how it's gonna yeah. go. I'm just thinking of things to like. It's already written for you if you think about it. Like yeah. this whole conversation about how your wedding's gonna turn out and plan out. It's already like mm-hmm. it's already written. No, hundred percent. So you yeah. know, let's hope. Um, hope it's, it's the way you want it to no, be yeah. well, even as well like what what do like people do for like family members that have normal like because it is technically a christian wedding wedding mm. do you know what i mean do you still attend do you know what i mean like when they're doing their vows and stuff like what do you, I, I, okay. I don't get I, how it works I, i'm not speaking from an area of knowledge right but i would think like there's nothing wrong with attending you, you're not believe you don't believe in do you know what i mean it doesn't yeah. take you out of the fold of islam if you attend you're not believing that um I don't know. Oh, I really don't know. But it's, it's no different to them coming to my... Yeah. But I don't know. Oh, I don't know how it works. No, it's facts, just, facts. These are the questions and stuff that I need to like... Yeah. Like you don't actually think about these things until, until you approach yeah, that time. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought about this until I had reverted and looked more into Islam. Like yeah. I wouldn't have thought... I would have thought I'm having a normal, normal wedding. Do you know what I mean? Like... It's like you judge every part of your life now. It's like... Mm-hmm. Damn. That's actually tough. Yeah. 100%.
So I asked on our Instagram, what are the struggles that you guys face as audience when it comes to the UK and like Islam? So we're going to read some responses out. We've got a lot actually. So yeah, we did have this quite is a few. Really Thanks fun. guys. Like we appreciate it. <laughs> First one, people trying to push haram things onto you. <laughs> Damn. Do you relate to that? I do relate. But like, it's okay. For me, I relate for be- before I reverted. So it's like, for me for me I relate to this a lot because I have like people that knew I was interested Mm. but still because I I, at the time I am someone that can get like not peer pressured but I'm I'm silly like I'm not I'm a silly person so I'll be like yeah you know what YOLO like obviously now I'm kind of maybe calm down a bit I don't know so that I do understand you like people trying to push around things on you but it's kind of like don't if the, if you can't control it and you know you can't say no, then don't speak to that person. But if you like, not even don't speak to. That. I don't know how to Maybe tell you what to do. Yourself. Yeah, or like just tell them how you feel. Like say like, don't please don't do that to me. Like don't push it onto me mm. because like it's just it's not it's not what I'm trying to do. Fact, yeah. Even if you know like you're you're someone who easily gets peer pressured, like Demita said. Yeah, like me. Say don't tempt me because I'm actually gonna yeah. do it. Do and you know it what I mean? It's not to blame the other person because it's you. It's it's your self control. Yeah. So it's a case of if they're trying to push it on you, you're the ones doing the action. So you can't blame that person because they're gonna feel okay to tell you to do it if you're doing it. Mm. So you also got to make sure you set the boundaries and show them that you're not going to ease into like stuff like that. So they know not to push it onto you. Do you know? Would I mean? you cut like friends off who? would push you towards sin if if i've spoke to them and they're like they're, if if they didn't have an understanding so if they don't know that i don't want to like do that stuff and they're still pushing it onto me then i'll be like trying distance i'm a person that will ghost people anyway like i don't know why i have, I have bad i'm bad at that i need to Same. stop i've lost so many friendships just from not speaking to people but it's a case of like it's also it's a communication matter and because if i don't communicate they're not going to know Mm. So, but if 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 when they are saying do this, do this, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it. They're gonna think they're gonna feel comfortable. So it's having the boundaries and setting the boundaries and speaking to them about it. And if if they know how you feel and they're still trying to push you towards doing bad, then you just gotta distance yourself and like explain. And even then, you can tell them you don't have to. You don't have to, but you can say like, I can't really like be around you guys because you're not doing things I want to do. Like mm. communicate. Communication's key because you if they're your friends as well, they'll understand. Like you don't be don't be scared because your friends will understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they still push it onto you, then maybe cut them off. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you go through the communication mm-hmm. and then like, you know, distance yourself, but they're still pushing you, just cut them off. Yeah. Well, yes. They've got to know. You can't just cut them off. They might, obviously they, they should know, but they might not. So you just got to let them know. You can't mm. cut them off just because, just let them know. <laughs> That's good advice, actually. Do you want to read the second comment? Oh, yeah. yeah. Being accepted in a job. Oof. Damn. Um, I'm guessing this is because the sister wears hijab. So she feels like because she wears it, she wouldn't be accepted. To the job. Whereas I feel like nowadays, because I was explaining to my cousin about my job, like not any, I'm not doing it anymore, but I was like, oh, praying and stuff. And then she was basically saying like the rights I have about praying, like you, you're allowed to. So like, even if you're worried about pray, like not being able to pray, because like your job says, oh, you're having too many breaks and mm-hmm. stuff. Like it is a right for you. You're allowed to do that. So. I'm sorry if Karen can go out for a quick five minute fag break. Yeah, you I can pray. To, so yeah, do you know what I mean? That, but it's also finding jobs that I think be, being accepting the job, you're going to want to like go to the job you've been accepted to because it's so hard to find a halal job. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I want to yeah. actually emphasize on that point. So um, before I worked in New Cross Hospital, I actually worked um, as an agent, like a waitress, mm-hmm. agency. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's a lot of 
tipping there's a lot of drunk men there's a lot of um music free mixing like i can't like my experiences working in that job was terrible like <laughs> no i get you so it was I, I, I had i'm I was doing the same thing as you. For me, I'd have different ones because we would we also like we'd all work with each other, like my friends. So mm. we'd make sure. But again, even then, like the case of serving alcohol, obviously, I, di- I didn't know at the time because I was still learning about Islam. Oh, like, you're not supposed to. Mm. But even I'd, after I did find out that I was, it's a job that I haven't really, I haven't really been doing. Like, bro, when lot. the alcohol like spilled on me, I felt so so yeah, disgusting. No, I get you. Like, it isn't very. It doesn't feel clean at mm-mm. all. And your feet. It's not. You're not even enjoying yourself. You might. As, you might as well do her job that you enjoy yourself doing. Then. Very true. So, yeah. And I felt like I was being objectified as well. Because, you know, as a waitress, they only put the girls in the boxes. No, do you know what I mean? Like, See, I can't relate to that. But yeah. no, I, I do get how you feel. It, it, was, it was terrible, I swear to God. <laughs> but uh, that's why, to any listeners, if you feel like your job is a haram job, like try and leave it. And don't say, like, how is God going to provide me with the means of finance or whatever? Because if you leave will. something for, if you leave haram for halal, would definitely trust be. me trust me that's me right because I, I, ha- I haven't like left but i've not been accepting the the jobs and stuff and they probably mm. will kick me off but i'm still living i'm still providing for myself i still have and that's because god's allowed me to it's do that so don't be scared like everything happens for a reason they like. cut me off a long time ago no. i don't even get the ping no they yeah, cut me off there's no like, <laughs> new notifications no they cut me off and i was like i need this one. i was big like, i begged to go back and now i don't do I don't you know what i did it. though um okay so there was an instance that happened and then after that I knew I wanted to quit that job because that job was not for me after that situation um so they contacted me and they were like okay cool we know you don't want to work with alcohol now and we understand your reasons so all the shifts they used to send me was KP shifts oh my and gosh KP oh, guys yeah, is the kitchen porter. <laughs> so basically say like when there was big events that were happening like Christmas day New Year's and like they do bougie meals I'm telling you like they put you know the meals yeah where you just drizzle like a tiny bit of sauce and you put a pee on it you call it like a main main dinner yeah so there was a lot of dishes for me to wash and clean um because i told them i didn't want to work with alcohol and that was the That's only violation, violation. That was i know, violation. I, know. I, w- I never would ever i wouldn't do that of course your girl was down bad like she needed that money so yeah, she accepted that shift but um it's such the reward that i get from that like that's that's the only thing that kept me going at that time but I, I left that job a long time ago so um I'd say to you sister like don't worry about having like not being accepted to a job because that means it's not written for you you know you might find a job that's better for you I also saw a video saying uh we'd rather like have low income but it's a halal job than have a high income and it's a haram job like I would rather that as well and that's how you should have that mindset even if it's not the best like do a pro and cons like mm. make sure so your akhir is way better for you than this dunya. Um, wait, it's my turn, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Just check it in. People automatically thinking Muslims are bad. I think we kind of spoke about this earlier on about how society is kind of like, not society, but like social media doesn't portray us as good people. Mm. And I think it's a case of they just have to, like, you have to read, you have to, you have to like seek knowledge. And that's what I did because I didn't really have good example. Like, obviously, I had good example of friends wise, but of like, islam as itself i had to do that on my like search or like ask questions and it's something you, that people is you're always going to have someone that's going to like think islam's bad do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like have a bad thing to say but it's the case of they need to be found like not found they need to find islam like mm. they need to stay woke basically but if anything if if that's how people are tr- like people treat you you kind of just need to make like pray pray for them do you know what i mean make mm-hmm. dua for them like help like help have like hope god can show them like that, that it's not that like Muslim people aren't bad, do you know what I mean? 
yeah you know surprisingly i've not actually had an experience where i don't i'm trying to double check myself because i I, it doesn't make sense to me yeah but i don't think i've had an experience where someone was like oh you're muslim you're bad i mean obviously there's certain prejudice or discrimination or like you don't drink you don't party mm-hmm. but like I, I don't think anyone's blatantly thought that I was bad because i was a muslim but i know this doesn't go to like invalidate everyone else's experiences i know it can happen i just i don't think if someone thinks muslims are bad i don't think they would openly say it to to you like That's not just true. you but because it's a case of as well by bad whereas i see that it's people saying it's too strict just because you can't drink and like i feel like people think that muslims are bad because we don't do all this normal stuff but it's a case of the normal stuff isn't good for you mm. think and, and again think of haram yeah it's harm there's it's that signed it out as harm that's but sick seeing the beauty of that but obviously someone that isn't a muslim not going to see it like that they're going to think you're just not allowed to do that because it's like do you know what i mean you can't have fun like mm. so i think that's why people would have that stereotype that we're bad because we, and it's not normal mm. so because it's not normal what people automatically think it's bad but it's, it's not so because it goes against like society's norms yeah yeah it does and that's just i think it's where living where you live so british culture and stuff it's probably a lot harder oh, this is why i actually like want to move to an islamic country yeah same i want to as well. not now now like but in the future yeah, it would be nice it would be nice but you just gotta ignore people that think is muslim people are bad like you could i'll show them like educate them mm. so yeah oh is it me now it's you so Mom having the best prayer rooms at work, school. Not. She meant not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> A bit of autocorrect. <laughs> not having the best prayer rooms. Um, I understand, like, I feel like... Uh, actually, I don't understand because... I wasn't a revert. I didn't revert until after school. But from seeing the prayer room at school, it wasn't, it wasn't bad for me. So I can't... I don't really know what to say for that. But, I mean, it, as long as it's still a prayer room... Obviously, I feel like... If it's comfortable and it's nice, yeah, you're going to want to pray in it. Whereas if it's not nice, you're not going to want to pray. Mm. So I understand where they're coming from. But it's a case of you kind of like speak it up, like have a conversation with the people at school. Like if a bunch of you as well, it's more impactful when there's a lot of you that have a like an issue with it. Whereas it's just one person not going to take you seriously. That's true. That's true. So, but yeah, I think that is sad though. It is sad. Same for work. I don't know. I don't know how I would go across it for work. Um, like, I know, you know, those plastic portable um, mats that you guys can take <laughs> in a bag. Um, I'd advise you to get one of those and um, I know like if you go uni wow like there's some unis like BCU mm-hmm. that have nice prayer areas like they actually put the time even the wardle areas as well like it's sick so definitely I'd say if you're looking into a school or a job research the the prayer facilities like make that your priority but if it, for work though as well if you work somewhere where like so if like let's say it was retail a lot of people pray in changing rooms. Like, it's scary. Mm. But, like, again, if you have, like, the plastic, like... Not plastic, but do you know what I mean? The portable... Not, is it portable? The yeah, mat, yeah, like, the you said, yeah. Then you can kind of take it into a changing room and just do that. That's if, like... That's just, like, a retail thing. Like, try and find a way to pray somewhere better if you don't like the state of your prayer room. Mm. I agree. Um, being seen as too religious. I hate this so this much. Is... I hate it. Oh, my gosh. And it, you know what? I think I hate it because I used to say it about other people, like before, like I was like, I'd be like, that person's just too religious. And then now that I'm it, like, I am looking into my religion, it's like, you can't be too religious. It's, yeah. And it, even if they are too religious, it's not a bad thing. Like, the, look at it, that shows how beautiful their religion is. You know what I mean? That's, that they're following they're it. They're following yeah. it. It's, it's that strong that they that's what they want to do. Like, people say too religious is like it's an insult but it's not an insult have like, you been told you were too religious no I, ha- I haven't been told i'm too religious i just sometimes i just feel like that's how people think 
But that's mm. just because I feel like maybe because that's how I thought about other people. So I just think about that for me. me but I think I just hate, I hate it when people say it. Like, I've been told so many times. Me actually, yeah, I think I've thought that about you. About me. Yeah, like, like, but that's because before I was, before I had knowledge, before yeah. I was woke, guys, I probably was thinking like, she's just, she really like, have fun, live life. But now that I'm, you are living life, we are having fun in a way that's good for us. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's like. No, but this is the thing. People think I'm too religious, but if you guys knew what I did, you wouldn't think I'm too religious. Like, okay. I, I, like. It's judging a book by its front cover, though, I personally think. Yeah. I, do you know what it is it's because with my morals like i know not to cross a boundary with certain things mm-hmm. but then because my morals are so strong my boundaries are there people think i'm too religious but me it's and not. like my other like best friend i don't know if she's going to be listening to this but she's christian right but we both get that we're too religious no 100 percent. i used to say it about her yeah, as well yeah I, I used to say the same thing and even then now i see that it's the beauty that at least she's following something she's not she could be out doing bad things going clubbing and stuff yeah. she's not bad things I don't want to sound like that guy that's like you can't clubbing you're so bad I'm I know, not, I know, I'm not I know. trying to sound like that I don't guy. want to sound like that too. yeah I'm not because yeah. I can't judge you but like because we all go through yeah it, we all do I mean? and mm. but for me I see her journey even if it's not the same religion as me she's still following something she's still and that's why I respect her so yeah, much same. and that's why um, I formed such a strong friendship with her because I knew from young like we knew each other since year four I knew from young this girl, yeah, she's she's strong on her morals. And obviously, it's so, so easy to be swayed in this. Don't act like we don't get tempted. We Of course, mm-hmm. we get tempted. But, like, that's why we have the morals in place. But, yeah. um, and if you are seen as too religious, that's good. Like, it's not a bad thing. No, not at all. What was it that made, like, obviously, you can answer it because you thought of it like that before you reverted. But what was it that made you think, like, I was too religious? Um, I don't know. I just feel like because... You wasn't really, not even a case of like too religious, but like you wasn't really doing things that everyone else was doing. So I was just like, damn, mm. what, that's what religion does to you. Like, obviously I was, I had a silly, I had like society's mindset and stuff. And then like she prays or like she does this at home. Like she's mm. very like, and even then I kind of not, not envy, but maybe it was like a thing like you were put together and I wasn't. So I was kind of like, she's so religious. She's put to, but obviously like, I don't think those thoughts anymore at all. Like no, I look at you or, and I'm like, bro, I wish I was you, like see, you. That's how like, I think maybe part of me, cause I didn't, I didn't really understand. Yeah. But like now I'll kind of understand that it's more to it. And I understand why you was the way you was back, back in school. I'm so glad I, I wish like I understood that. more. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Cause you, and don't judge a book by its front cover, man. Like, because look at you, know, you're the one that's like actually practicing proper well now, like, mashallah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking to that. you, I'm looking up to you because, wallahi, so, yeah. God knows, God knows the way I admire you so much for no, the way yeah, you've I'm been st- so consistent with your salah because it's so hard to be consistent and like it's something nice. that I can struggle with. So, anyone um, can, I feel yeah. like anyone, but it's vice versa, man. I always come to you for questions, so <laughs> well, that's kind of cute. <laughs> um, last no not last question we have quite a few more to go um, wearing hijab and trying to dress modestly without being judged listen you're always going to be judged and i've kind of that's something i'm still processing because i'm so scared like with wearing hijab i'm scared that people are going to judge me they're going to see me and think something different mm. i'm so scared but at the same time it's just something you've got to remember only god can judge you and it's, it's not really that i don't know it's just something you have to like just ignore do you know what i mean like ignore people judging you because i've fell in love with modesty though like when i see something like see it on tiktok or like or like on social media somebody wearing something modest i think it's beautiful so as long as you if you feel beautiful and you can feel comfortable in it just it's fine you know what i mean so like with me i actually do struggle with modesty um with like i just think of it as would i rather be a slave to society 
like a or an obedient servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm-hmm. and it's like I'm constantly fighting that idea because if I don't wear hijab it's like yeah you're, you're so pretty society finds yes. you so like beautiful and then if I do wear hijab it's like yeah I'm being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but like no one's gonna find yeah. me attractive and, but even then as well though as well having hijab yeah think and think that people that wear hijab are very religious and there's people that don't wear hijab that are really really like hijab mm. doesn't just justify you that of like who you are do you know what i mean so even like with that like and trying to dress modest like even if you're out and someone judges you because you're not dressed modestly they don't know what you're like no. they don't know you could be be you could be a good muslim person you could be trying to change as well so it's a case of as long as you're trying to change and the intention's right like that's so true because like right now i'm not wearing hijab but it's like you're I wouldn't think I'm not religious, yeah, like, not, yeah, because I go out of my way to like teach Dean and like, mm-hmm. but obviously this this isn't to say and justify that you know hijab isn't formed, yeah. it's not mandatory. No, it is mandatory, but obviously it, d- it doesn't define you as a person. Like just because you don't wear it, it doesn't mean you're a, you're a bad Muslim. Do not you know at I mean? all. No, no. But may Allah yeah. make it easy for all of us. The only cultural issue is the fact that it's predominantly Christian Jamaican principles. I think this is a Christ, um, no, a Jamaican revert, mm-hmm. and he's talking about how he's finding it hard with Islam because, as you said, that Jamaicans have that fundamental Christian mm-hmm. yeah, principles. Because th- that's what I think as well. But then it's also a case of it's hard as well when growing up as a Jamaican, where your parents aren't really like that. You say you're Christian, but you're not going to church. You don't have that like pattern of your religion. You just I, I was at a Christian school and, and stuff, and I knew like there was a God. But it's just like not being taught those mm. things. So it's it's hard. I do understand like where it's coming from. But Oh my God, you just reminded me of a story. So um, when I first came to the UK, I've explained how I didn't know how to speak English. Mm-hmm. So I think my mom, she made it so clear when I went to um, primary school. Look, my daughter's a Muslim. Don't do anything. Because it was a proper that Catholic so strict good. school. Yes, yeah, proper Catholic school. Um, guess what they did to me? <laughs> it's actually crazy when I think about it now. So first of all, they signed me to this club where it was like a, it was like a Jesus worshiping club, and then you know the beads because Catholics have the beads as well, which mm-hmm. is it's so cool how but like they, they have the wait actually do they have a cro- do they have a cross or not yeah or they have a cross okay. on it. It's, it. There's so many similarities to like Orthodox Christianity and mm-hmm. uh, Islam, but they gave me the beads, and then we were doing like singing gospel stuff. <laughs> oh, this is so crazy! It's not even the worst part of it. Like obviously. It's the fact that they didn't respect my boundaries as a Muslim, like my mom. Um, I didn't know English at the time. So she, they did like this assembly thing. And then, you know, the bread and wine. Yeah. They gave me bread. <laughs> they gave me wine. Oh my. I don't know if it was actual wine. <laughs> Obviously, they all forgive. I don't know if it's actually, is it? No, it's blackcurrant juice, isn't it? I don't know what it is. I'm not, I don't know because my mom's actually Catholic. But, and I've only ever seen her do that once. But I don't know what it is. That. I don't know what I don't know what we have. Are they allowed to do that? I, I don't. My mom. Once she. Once did mom, you tell her? Yeah. Imagine if you didn't my tell mom, her though. My mom went. My mom went into the school right, and then she started cussing that so is much. So bad. And then she took us out of the school to the school she, that we okay. went to. That everything that everything happens for a reason. Obviously, it's, it's not a good thing that happened, but it, that could have happened later on. Do you know what I mean? So you, and you could have still been there. And then they were like. Okay, but if you knew that your children are Muslim, why would you put them into the school thinking it's a Catholic but school? My school, like the school I went to, was a Christian school, but they accepted everybody. And even mm. to the extent of like 
days like okay you're not supposed to go to the church like when they went church for like Christmas or like carols and stuff if you didn't want to go and I didn't understand at the time because there'd be people that like no we're not going yeah, I was like yeah. huh and, it, and then I didn't understand but if you didn't want to go you didn't go and then it was a Christian school they took us to trips to the mosque do you know what I mean like oh, yeah, I, I remember, remember when that time. you and your brother led it you led the trip like did we yeah you you took us to the mosque and it was nice like I can't I can't believe that no honestly I think I'm traumatised <laughs> That was a um, traumatic experience for me. Um, but, yeah, I do get what he's on about, though. It is, a, like, predominant for Jamaicans to follow Christianity yeah. and stuff. But maybe it's something that needs to, that, like, if you bump into someone that's like that, just teach them or something, like, guide them. Very true. Um, we have a message on WhatsApp that says, nice talk, wallah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so, free mixing of male friends. I think this is very hard when you brought up as a child as well in the school with lots of like do you know what I mean like in primary school you have guys and yeah. girls so you think it's normal do you know what I mean you wouldn't think that you shouldn't do that and then I've only recently realized that guys and girls can't be best friends do you know what I mean so like, true. for me I have had male there's is male people that I know tell a lie I do know male guys that do have good intentions and I do know someone that is friends with a guy and she's a female and like there's nothing but for me, it's just a case of, for me personally, I just think it doesn't work properly. So I understand why free mixing is there, like not, not allowed and you like do, yeah. why it's just things like, yeah. Like, but. I agree with that as well. Like most of my, I don't have, I don't think I've, let me think. No, I don't, I don't have male friends anymore. Because um, like they were back in secondary school. And no, at that time, you. I didn't know it was haram to have male friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like all of them found me attractive. And they all said it to me. And it's I think it's just it's so hard it's so it's hard crazy. To, it's like what do you do like what I do you want me to do about like and they tell you but like what do you want me to do about that like it just kills the dynamic so much because I thought we was bros yeah. like I thought me and you were g's and it's hard it's, I think it's when you when your intention's different to theirs it's so it's so mm. hard so yeah but I just I don't know but then it's a case of as well even culture wise for me like if my, if my so for example my my dad has a friend if he has a friend and his friend has a son what do I do then because obviously we don't see each other in that way but it's it's kind of like a family friend oh, but family we're friend. not family friends you know what I mean so is, is that class this free do you know what I mean because like we're, we're not related in any way but he, it's a guy and we know each other through family and stuff like even like multiple my dad has lots of friends and I have they a have lot children, of family friends as well my and age. like yeah and there'll be males and stuff like so it's just like do you know what I mean like what do you do I'd- do you like, know how is? is that class like what because I'm not looking at them in that way and I don't think they are in it looking at me in that way yeah but like I know them through family and it, so I don't know it's a struggle I think <laughs> it's so hard I'd say keep your distance yeah like to whoever wrote that comment if you do have male friends um basically don't unnecessarily go out your way to speak to them if it's because he's your classmate okay cool what's the homework yeah little like short combo dead combo but don't take it outside the classroom, basically. But I think it's something that happens with time, though, because the intention, like, you might be speaking just to be friends, and then over time, it just happens that, because you have that, such, like, a connection, it, like, the, the idea of the view, the way they view you is different to how it was at first. Like, we're just friends, we're just chilling. We mm. have, we share the same, like, um, interests, and then they end up saying, seeing, oh, wait, actually, she's very, she's very nice, she's very nice looking, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's why it's hard. But then I also think it, it, kind of like becomes easier for you like so for me I've realized that I don't really have a lot of contact with male like male people that I used to speak to a lot and I think that's just happened over time just because the more you kind of like 
grow towards something like you have different things then you realize that you want to go and do something that I don't want to do so we just don't really speak like we mm. just distance same as soon as I left high school I didn't really speak to the same people from high school like male wise so like it just kind of happens like when you surround yourself with different things you surrounded you don't have to kind of speak to guys so it's just something that will happen mm-hmm. so with me I was just say for you sister like I know you might not think it's not a that thing, right? And I know you might think it's platonic, but trust me, three times, something is going to grow out of it. Even if it's not from the guy, it could be from the girl. It could be from it you. Could be, yeah, from you. Like, And you and might it, be listening to it like, what, me? Catch feelings for him? <laughs> like, no, that's bro. That's but, bro. Mm, you never know. Like, if you actually have attraction, physical attraction with one another, then do you know what I mean like, yeah. it's a bit of a sticky one no matter how many times you say it's my guy bestie like yeah that's not your guy you <laughs> might say you might be screaming that's my guy that's my guy but that's not your guy it's not your guy at all but um next question mixing in free mixing in weddings I think that's very different like to this now because it's again like even I think weddings is diff- kind of be hard because you two different families so there might be like females from one family and then there's females from the guy's family like mm. that's that's going to be hard but then again like, it's just a case of you've kind of like you just be respectful about it because there's going to be free mixing everywhere basically like even at work you can't choose to work at like just all female Very like true. your boss might be a, a guy so yeah. i think it's just a case of how you approach it like it's gone it's gonna it's, in, it's inevitable because like at, for for example anyone's wedding there'll be guys and girls there from family because it's family you can't say oh yeah can't come because there's females coming mm. like so yeah at weddings like free mixing it's just something that was happen that will happen, but as long as it's done respectfully and in a nice way, then it's fine. Like lower your gazes, guys. Like that's the thing. Like sometimes you actually can't help but be in a free mix environment. So, like you were saying, lower your gaze. Yeah, you you can be in a free mix environment. I could literally be in a, a room full of guys as long as my gaze is lowered. Yeah. That's what I'm. I'm not trying to like. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to do anything around with those guys. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then with the music, literally, that's my that was our struggle as well, culture wise, because there's normally music at weddings. Like oh, that one there, yeah, that is, that's something that we're all, we're all on a journey to figure out, like how to come across that. I actually want to see how people go about it because mm-hmm. I don't see, I don't see like obviously I see weddings on my like on my feed and stuff, but it's normally cultural ones of like family. Like obviously they do say as well, no phones like for pictures and stuff. Oh, I yeah, respect, yeah, yeah. but still there's music, everyone's dancing, like. How does you never know in the future? I don't. I hope I don't. But I, I could end up having music. I'm not. I don't want to be like. Nah, I'm not going to have music because mm. I don't know what can happen. Anything mm. can happen. But it's just finding finding out. Like doing more research on it. Really, I think it, like, that's what we need to do as well. We are human at yeah. the end of the day, so we can fall um, <laughs> short of certain things. But um, it is actually a sticky one. But I'd advise if you really truly believe strongly in the matter of not having music at your wedding, that's fine. You can have nasheeds. You can make it where it's like, if you don't want a free mix with a wedding, the sisters are on one side mm-hmm. and the brothers are on one side. But even then as well, music-wise, we're forgetting that there can be like, it could be like normal lyrics. As long as the lyrics are fine, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to have a beat. Do you know what I mean? Or like it could be like music made with the voice. Do you Acapella. Know what I mean? Yeah. And like, as long as it's not imitating the music. I don't, I don't know too much about it, so I don't want to mm-hmm. put... But like, if you can find that, like a substitute, it still kind of plays into both favours. It's halal, but... It's still, it's, it's not music, but it's song. It's something in the background. Yeah. You know? As long as the lyrics are fine, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not very... They need to song. make more songs out there like that. For us. Not yeah. songs, like, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. substitutes and stuff. That's what I meant. My bad. No, yeah, I'll get you. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm classing songs as with music. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, songs, songs more than music. It is. Um, someone said, 
they struggle, well, not they struggle, but in their culture, shisha, it's seen as halal just because many people in my culture do it and music. And this is the Somali. So she's like, saying there's a lot of shisha and music in a culture. And because it's normalized to smoke shisha because it's not really, I don't even know what it is. There's I no think it's fine. Just, it's, it's not. Like it's no, it's no different to vaping. I think like, it's the same thing. Like, mm. as well. I understand. I think it's hard when if it, if everyone else around you, like your family as well, they're saying it's halal. You're gonna think it's halal, mm. even though it's not. So that's just something that you just have to kind of like find. But I think culture wise, it's it's hard when it's part of your culture. It's like I don't know. Like, so you know, yeah. It's and sometimes your culture is you. Do you know what I mean? So like to not do it, you're probably thinking like, what? Like, like what, part of me is missing. Yeah, but it's just again separating culture and religion I, I can't really speak too much on it because i don't really like know about shisha and stuff like that so i mean i do a yeah. tiny bit um shisha is a big part of my culture like very very big part of my culture and every okay i'm not trying to out anyone i'm, re- I'm really sorry <laughs> i'm not trying to out anyone okay but like most of the male people in my family have done shisha right but basically because you don't know if it's makroh or haram there's like a debate about it but what my opinion is, is like, just stay away from if it. you don't know. That's what I mean. Like, you're more closer to haram than halal if it's at the point where you're like, I don't know if it's hated or if it's haram. But um, yeah, it's a big part. But, you know, may Allah make it easy for anyone who likes to smoke shisha. <laughs> um, let me see if I have any other questions. And then the music as well. Because obviously, if it's music in their culture, they might think it's normalised. Even if, like for me, so like Bashman or like reggae and stuff, that's my culture. That's my music mm. in my culture. So it's like separating that. Do you know what I mean? Like from religion and like, no, I can't listen to that. So it's crazy because growing up, like I grew up Muslim on the fundamentals of Islam. Mm-hmm. But then that culture was still there. It was still like, yeah, you grew up on Sudanese music. Mm-hmm. But it was never a thing where I was told that music was haram. So that's why I only just began to find out recently that music is haram. And obviously it's a journey for everyone and no one's just going to stop yeah, listening to music straight away. But, um, yeah. And as well, it's just where you're surrounded, even like culture wise. In the UK, we are surrounded by music. You go into the shop, there's music playing. Like, you, you go into McDonald's, there's classical music playing for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what they do now. So it's like, no matter where you go, and imagine if you want to sit there and eat your food, like, there's music playing. You can't really go, la, 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 la. I don't yeah, know, listen. Yeah. Like, so it, it is hard. But then you wouldn't get that soon because it's not you who's deliberately yeah, playing the music. Yeah, it isn't. Like, I feel like with these questions, what I've noticed is we kind of relate. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, so it's nice to see that other people, like, they're not, they're not alone and we're not alone. Like, it's just a journey we have to kind of go through. Do you know what I mean? Like, we have to try and figure out, like, not loopholes, but ways to, like, work both and mix both the culture mm. and your religion. Just Without losing it. your identity. Yeah, 100%. Because I feel like culture's part of your identity, but mm. now, for me, it's new. So is my religion. My religion is just... That's kind of who I am because I make Islam my personality traits. So, I don't want to be going around saying this, 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 something, and then I'm getting married and there's people smoking outside my. This is such I mean, a big like, deal for me because I feel like I present myself as. I don't know. Okay, I present myself as religious, not intentionally. It's just the way I speak. I'm very passionate when it comes to Islam. Mm-hmm. So people might think that you know I don't listen to music. I don't do this. I don't do that. And not trying to out my sins, but like... We're not perfect. We're not perfect. Yeah. Like, if you're listening to this podcast, please do not take everything that we say as perfect in fact. And yeah, like, and we're not trying to tell you, like, you need to do this. Like, we, we do this. Yeah. Like, it's not like that at all. We're literally on a journey, and mm. that's what we're trying to document. And 
just help each other with. Do you know what I mean? That's why we call define the dunya. We're just yeah. trying to define. We're trying to live with this dunya, man. It's and just so hard because there's struggles. But then you know what else has come from head family wise and culture wise within the Jamaican culture? Disciplining children is way different because, um, like you're allowed to like not allowed to, but a lot of Jamaicans do beat their children do you know what I mean mm. so it's like I literally had a debate with my cousin the other day because she was saying how in the Quran the Bible's in it and um you're allowed to hit your child and stuff and I literally messaged me I'm like huh you're allowed to hit your child but it's again cool like being raised with that if that's how you was raised with your parents because Jamaican people do it, it's not like that in Islam like you explained to I me. grew up yeah like um that getting disciplined by hitting that is a big part of many cultures mm-hmm. many many not, cultures. i'm not saying it's just jamaican yeah, cultures yeah, yeah. but for me it's just like what i know i know and it's crazy because it's actually not morally correct with islam and wait your cousins she said that the bible is in the quran she said something along like not the bible but something she means like the old like, testament the, yes i think yeah, she said yeah, that yeah, and yeah. then she was like you're and i was thinking well i've never read the old testament so i have no idea it what was what i was like god not, would never say you no. can batter your children <laughs> like why would you say that no like, and when it comes to self-discipline i know now like when i get children um when i get children i know i'm not going to self-discipline <laughs> them like that yeah like because there's discipline and there's yeah that, but there's a not, fine line between yeah, abuse and just a little tap on the shoulder mm-hmm. um that's cool i feel like i, li- I link that with culture wise just because i do think it's a part of jamaican culture because yeah to discipline your child yeah but yeah. in that to that extent not i'm not saying all jamaican people do that not all sudanese people do mm. that but it's just something a lot of us we do not us i don't do that but <laughs> a lot of jamaicans do do it is part of my culture as well and um, we have a message saying hello my name is khalid is makroh the same as haram do you want to clarify it or should you, I Because I don't really know a lot. No, no. I don't, okay, yeah, you know cool. more. So, um, hello, Khalid. Makruh means hated. So it means that when it comes to like an Islamic topic, such as Shisha, for an example, um, there's not enough evidence to say that it's clearly haram because it doesn't, it's ambiguous. Do you know what I mean? But um, haram means haram. Like Allah has told he us said, in the Quran, like, he shows us like haram is haram. So that's just to clarify I hope that answers your question. That's good. I think that's something that needs to be spoken about a lot as well. Yeah. Because I don't really... Not that I don't know the difference. I do know the difference between Haram, but I didn't know about that. Like, Mm. I I I see videos on it. Yeah, because there's like Halal, which is obviously permissible. There's Makroh, which is like hated. There's Haram, which is impermissible. And then there's Sunnah, like things that that are like part of the Prophet. Yeah, Yeah. So there's a lot of things that are Sunnah. Like, for example, um, you know when you pray... And then you say the second verse, that's sunnah. I didn't know that was sunnah. Really? So after Fatiha, yeah, after Fatiha, wait. But well, when you when you recite a different... Yeah, like, that's sunnah. Oh, but, oh yeah, because it's not... I thought you had to recite like a, a surah after you say it. But you, no, no, you, you don't. Can, you can, but I didn't know. But obviously I'm going to keep doing no, it. But, yeah, keep doing that. Yeah, but yeah. I thought you had to, like, it's mandatory to like... But you don't. I saw so. that too. But then I like how it's been such like embedded within yeah like, everyone's I like that, practice i like that people yeah. it's kind of nice to think that because it it's just natural you don't have to i think you kind of be lazy and you'll be like oh i don't have to do that so let me just yeah so. like if you still stick to do that and um i'd also say like you know eating with your right hand mm-hmm. that's in there as well but I've, i think it's like i've never i don't feel right in with my left hand no i don't either <laughs> no one does that but then for me growing up i've never been allowed to eat apart because we've like culture wise it's bad to eat with your left hand like mm. 
it's something to do with the devil. I can't remember properly. I don't want to, but yeah. So I've, I think a lot of people in society, you just eat. Even with growing up in the like in the olden days of the British, like you're supposed to eat with right. You got punished for writing or Is doing it? anything with your yeah. You got punished for doing things with your left hand. So oh my it's gosh, just like there's this one time in primary school where. <laughs> I'm traumatized by this as well. <laughs> so um, I was eating, right? And I didn't know the Brits found it very disrespectful if you put your elbow on the table whilst you're eating. Oh. And this girl, yeah, she was like, wham, you've got your elbow on the table. You're eating. You disgrace. I was like, what? what's going on? It's not that deep. I was like, I don't. I, no, like, I felt hurt. I don't think I've been aware that I do it. I don't think I do it. I don't know if I do. But no one's ever said that to me. I feel like in primary school, people were just being silly. Like they probably got told that by their parents. Yeah. Before. Let me implement it here. Yeah, very but, true. But a disgrace. Just for I, don't, I, don't, I don't eat with my elbows on the table. No, but like if you eat with one hand, you probably would place it. I don't, I don't know what I was doing. But I've never forgotten that. Yeah. <laughs> there's just certain, it just goes to show that there's certain practices or things that you say to your children, which they're going to end up passing on to mm-hmm. their friends. So yeah. raising a child is like a big thing. And yeah, it is. And raising a child as well. We, so they're aware of their culture and knowing the history behind it. And then also knowing the history of their religion and how to like, inc- like, like mix both. And that's what I want to make sure I'm prepared for, like prepared mm-hmm. to teach. Even my siblings, because my siblings are growing up, they're not Muslim. But if they do want to revert, I want to be able to shout, tell them. They might be like, but we listen to music. Was that a wedding? Like I want to be able to answer their questions and show them and guide them. Any family members, you know what I mean? So. And yeah. with Islam, it's like knowledge is a journey. So mm-hmm. you just keep, keep learning. Yeah. I have a question. Um, how do you think, okay, so interracial relationships in Islam, what do you think about that? I love it. Yeah. And then I found out that it's like God loves it. Not God, but do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's sunnah, I think, yeah, because yeah, prophet. Because growing up culturally as well, if you're Jamaican, you can't, like, not a lot of Jamaicans like you to marry out of, like, is it not marry out of Jamaicans, but like your race, really? Like okay. you marry black, 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 black like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Black. Black. Or, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, because then I think that's just generational trauma of being treated bad by yeah. white people in the past. So like, why would you want to be someone that oppressed you? Yeah. But that's just like generate over time. It's like it's just gone. But then, like for me, what I know is just stereotypes of if I was to be like an African guy, it would be like, oh yeah, but does he do this? Da, 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 da. But other than that, for me personally, I wouldn't take that into any like yeah. notice. I would, I would. I would I do like interracial like I think it's yeah, very beautiful I do think it's beautiful obviously yeah. you have your preferences and stuff but I do agree with it I do think it's nice but I understand why people want to stay within their culture you know that's all they know yeah so it's like marrying outside your culture is yeah. yeah but I just I feel like it's sad when your parents are like no you have to do that like your child because I feel like as well when you when you're told that you have to you kind of want to go against not go against it but you know what I mean mm. like you don't really stick to, whereas if it's just something like just naturally happens people are beautiful do you know what i mean if anything t- teach your child to be with someone that's good show them the people they're supposed to be with not just base them off the skin color it's a character it's yeah. like the islam it's who it's they are manners, yeah. yeah and that's what i like about islam it's more than just a skin color yeah. and a, it's about love. it's about if they're on dean or like what they're like as a yeah. person even with the people you surround yourself with like that's one thing i'm happy my parents never said just surround yourself with black people like i haven't said that so it's nice that i can be surrounded by muslims that are different races, races and yeah wow I, I would also say like I, I, people confuse um, parents saying you can't marry outside your culture and say that's Islam but it's not Islam it's not. what they're saying to you is so anti-Islamic and if they don't approve a wedding or like um, a man or a wife for you because of the culture that's that's haram like if you know that his deen is good and he's praying five times a day and whatever he's got going on he's got good going on for him if they literally say you can't marry him then that's not good good for the parent mm-hmm. to do 
I still think it's a sim- similar with friendships as well, though. Like, even if your parents say, I don't want you to hang out with that person, like, if that person's a good person on Dean and, and they're helping you grow closer towards God, you kind of, like, you just kind of have to just, I don't know. Not, I don't, not disrespect your parents, but you have to try and see what, what's going to help you and what's best for you, do you know what I mean? Just because your parents say something is halal, like something is haram or something is like... It doesn't always... You always... Even no matter who, like, you could tell me something and obviously I trust you and I know mm. you would... But I would still do research on it. Do you no, know what I mean? please like, do. You don't always listen to everything. Like, obviously listen, but you have to make sure you have, like, proof. There's always proof. Like, mm. when do, where does it say this? Or, do you know what I mean? Like, and that's again with culture. Like, just because your culture does it, look in the Quran, does it say that you're yeah, supposed to do that? Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So, well, that's just something that I need to do as well. Like, it's not just... I'm not saying that's what you should do. Like, that's for me. Mm. I need to do that as well. Yeah, same. I need yeah. to detach myself a bit more away mm-hmm. from my culture because um, there's a lot of haram practices in my culture. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's a struggle. I understand why it's a struggle. And sometimes people, they're in a position where they have to pick between their culture or their religion because mm-hmm. if they abandon their culture, it's like they abandon their family and they abandon everything, everything. they know. Mm-hmm. And then if they abandon their religion, then they're abandoning their Lord. Mm-hmm. And themselves, it's, you're kind of like split in half and it's so hard. So. And that's why I, I can't really like say a lot for other people's cultures because I don't, I haven't not really struggling like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas other people might be going through a lot of struggles like culture wise and is like religious wise. So I rate people, I rate you. Like may God make it easier for you, man. I like, mean, I understand yeah. how 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 tough it might be. Yeah, it's so tough. It is. Anything like last words of advice? You know, to summarize this episode about culture, society, um, Islam. I think. If anything, it's a case of just being scared of, of what other people say within the society and culture-wise. Like, you might be scared that, like, there's aunties or uncles that would be like, have you seen her? Like, she's, mm. she wears hijab, she's gonna... Do you know what I mean? But it's a do not care what other people say. Even relating back to the questions we had, like, wearing modest clothing and hijab and stuff, like, and being scared of people judging you, because you're going to be scared of stepping out in, like, an abaya. If I was to step... I don't think I'm brave enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, when we went to Leicester, we went to go see Mufti, yeah. and spe- stepping out in hijab was comfortable because no one knows me there, but if, for me to walk around Wolverhampton, people are going to look at me, I'm scared, but no one's going to look at me, no one cares. Mm. Like, I've been going gym with hijab on, and no one... I'm scared that people are looking at me, and they're going to, like... But no one looks at me, like, no one cares. Do you know what I mean? Like... And that's also something you have to kind of like implement with culture-wise, like family-wise and society. Because okay, the, okay, let's say they do speak about you. How long is it going to last? Two seconds. Yeah. They're gonna, there's a new topic of someone else they want to speak about later. So. And would you know? Would you, you know? Wouldn't, you wouldn't. Yeah. And that's what that's what I have to think about as well. Even if I have an idea, someone's speaking about me, I don't actually know. So yeah. I, I can pretend they're not. And even if, and it's just think think of it as a blessing. You've you've kind of etched you in a, you're in their mind basically. They're seeing you in hijab and a bar. They want to talk about you. It's something that. They see it, yeah and if anything it might make them want to it might they might be triggered because they're insecure to do it so mm. then they might research and you might even inspired them so don't be scared of thinking of what other people think when you could be inspiring others you know what i mean so, you actually never know who you inspire as well 100 percent. you might even inspire yourself man like yeah yeah so thank you guys so so much for watching this and listening to this episode This is episode two, The Struggles of Living in a Non-Muslim Society, where we talk about religion and culture. And do follow us on our Instagram and our social medias at Define the Dunya. Thank you. This is with Amin Mahel and Demita, and we are over.